0: Them. Welcome back, listeners. Thanks for tuning in. So, Tessa here and Carolina at the network
1: studios. Yes. In the lovely Culver City, LA. I feel like half of the time they don't know where we are. So, I just. Oh, yeah, to- we're in
0: LA. If we uh, haven't said that yet, <laughs> by the way, wherever you're listening from,
1: we're in LA. <laughs> We, we've made it.
0: Yeah. You're here. I don't know about that. But but that's what we're going to talk about today is making your first movie.
1: Yeah. You so got to start somewhere, right? Make a movie. That's great.
0: <laughs> making movies for dummies. No. Um <laughs> I mean, there's a ton we could talk about on this, right? Like there's yes. so many things you have to be prepared with and know what you're doing, but we're just going to going to give you the little, little uh,
1: something, something like where yeah. like things things to start you know, thinking about and and asking yourself because sometimes you don't know. I mean, I could say this for myself. I, I don't think I always know 100% where I want to land with an idea for a <coughs> film that I have right when I get it, when I get it because I work in like a creative space in my head and then I have to like pull it back. And mm-hmm. when you have kind of maybe some bigger picture things in the forefront of what you're... <coughs> you're trying to plan to do then you can um then you can start to reel it in and solidify maybe the ideas you have because you're like me and your your mind's like a big sharp no what's it called not sharpie <laughs> board, whiteboard it's like <laughs> everywhere yeah and and so it's okay to like start like that but then you know yeah start
0: thinking well i mean a lot of us like you know we're making films because we're creative minds right yeah. and so if you don't know the business side of it girl (laughs) pardon me listeners it's okay she's only purple it's fine i'm just gonna die here in front of the microphone um don't please
1: don't but there's so much more to it than just the creative start thinking um short film feature film big differences actually when preparing for either or like if you're thinking short you're if are you trying to submit it to festival because then you only want to keep it around 20 minutes like we we when we first thought of a short film we were thinking half hour and then we realized that's not the magic number apparently because they have to fit it into a
0: schedule for for a film festival Mm -hmm. you know if they they have a 30 minute time slot three 10 minute films is way better for them than one 30 minute film yes so the shorter the
1: better exactly and then feature that's that's a lot of shit done work. But yeah, for a feature it's like, okay, ninety minutes I wanna say is like what I've heard is the sweet number Well that's like the technical, the like, technical... like what it's supposed
0: to be, quote unquote. I mean,
1: there's sixty minutes, but then that's like that's... shorter. I think film. that's as
0: short as it can get for a yeah. lot of film festivals. Um Right. That's and again, like...
1: that's film festival like you gotta yeah. you gotta think it it will make a huge difference when you actually start writing the script of knowing where the key rises and falls should happen. So that way you aren't wasting a shit ton of time with rewrites. I mean, and it will happen anyways. Mm It will happen. Your rewrites will happen. But at least you will be prepared (laughs) and know where your film's going to fit. So then, yeah, you can save yourself time of cutting this and writing that. And it just it's I think that's probably our number one tip on when you start you have a kind of an idea figured out and then you're going to get if you're writing the script yourself um which we know you as independent filmmakers most of us will take on that responsibility Mm -hmm. because we're creatives and we we want to see our our visions come to life or you're at least working closely with someone who's writing it as opposed to buying scripts exactly and so then you know collaborating on that you it Just helps the team. You yourself save time, and and to have that already in the forefront. So, we our suggestion would be figure out short (laughs) short film, feature, and then um, it'll help
0: you write too because you know you know where like you said like where the um, climax is going to be and all that. You know exactly. You'll have an idea of how long you have to make it and how much effort you have to put into it,
1: (laughs) and then. I would say, well,
0: once you know that you can think about budget because that's another thing you want to know ahead of time, even before you really write the script, probably at least an idea of your budget, because if you can't afford an action scene,
1: you can't write in an action scene, you know? (laughs) Yes, that is that is huge. Like we started with uh, the Western idea. This is always where it's going to come back to because it was a huge learning curve for us. We were all over the place. We we went from short Film to feature film to back to short and then back to feature, yeah. And then we we shot the most complicated scene as our teaser teaser trailer, which you know if you do it right, you can actually use in your feature length film. Like it, 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 you can still be smart even if you are going to go for like the hardest thing possible. Yeah. Um. And mm. and don't let it go to waste. But just know, yeah, like the location, the cast are gonna have star key players in there are you gonna um and well and another thing too is it, like know your
0: resources what you already have you know if this is your first film Chances are you're not going to want to spend a ton of money on it. I mm-hmm. mean, good y- point. Yeah, because y- exactly. your first film is going to suck. <laughs> That's <laughs> literally what everyone has told us. Like, you know, whether it's a feature, yeah, <clears throat> that you're putting a lot of time and money into, or whether it's just a little short, like it's your first film, you don't know what you're doing. So surround yourself with people that do. If you have access to that, if you know people like that, but know where your resources are. You know, are you going to cast your friends, or are you going to put out like auditions on Actors Access? Do you have crew that you know, or are you going to have to bring people in and pay them full rate? you know and another
1: and and along with that topic of like crew or casting and stuff i i am a huge fan of pulling in your resources mm-hmm. but a thing i think one of the biggest takeaways um i've gotten since our work is like sometimes hiring you know joe Schmo, your friend isn't isn't always like the best investment, even if you yeah. think it's going to save you time and money. Like it, it, people work better, A, when they're paid, and two, when the, that is the thing they're meant to do, not just, you know, someone who's kind of dabbled in sound and, and, or whatever crew member. It just like they, it, it is so. I would I would suggest always trying to hire professionals as, well, as close as you can get. Yeah, and, and
0: you you get what you pay for. So, you know, exactly. if you are friends with someone who normally does charge, you know, an average rate or whatever, chances are they probably do know what they're doing and they have the experience, you know, exactly. And that's great if they're your friend and they'll work for free for you. That's amazing. Use that resource, exactly. you know, but don't hire your friend just because they're willing to share their time with you. Like, make sure they know what they're doing. It's important, you know.
1: Yeah. A whole host <coughs> interviews beforehand. I think, um, you know, just getting to know their work and and making sure you guys vibe that they mm-hmm. can take direction that mm-hmm. they understand your vision. I think that's a huge part to the process that people kind of skip out on it is like really doing your due diligence due of meeting every crew member. I mean, I think we've also like we've had people who didn't even respond to our emails at all, and then uh-huh. just kind of showed up the day of, and we're like. Who are you? And and then they were the biggest problem, you know? Uh So it's just, it's amazing what a difference it makes. And and then, yeah, if you have that resource pool, if they're like, they are professionals and they're cutting you a deal, like, that's amazing. Like, that's the sweet spot is like, they're cutting you a deal, but they're still, you know, feeling like they're getting something out of it as well surround yourself with people that are good at their job and it will benefit you in the future exactly and they're passionate about your project yeah too Mm -hmm. that will go a long
0: way definitely um but talking about benefiting you in the future um think
1: about what your end goal is too because oh actually can i can i just cut back real quick to equipment Uh uh-huh um there's a lot of resources too for equipment rentals. Yeah. Like um, ShareGrid, I believe is where. That's what we've used. Yeah. We've used, and it's been like huge and I found great people too to work with mm-hmm. on websites like that. I think that I can't remember there was another one, but ShareGrid for sure. Yeah. And we found some great people to work with us and rent. And yeah, we've used on multiple projects and have connected us to wonderful people too. Right. So find that community, and it is, you can find. Um, you can find things to rent for low cost and you don't feel like you have to go to Sony and right. rent out all the crazy yeah. stuff, which, I mean, if you have it in your budget, like, go for it. But you can, you know, find shortcuts that aren't, like, shortcuts. Like, you're getting... You're, you're getting, still
0: getting the quality equipment, but exactly. you're not paying, you know, studio prices for it. Or if your crew has their own
1: equipment, that's always an added bonus for hiring
0: that person. You know? Yes, because they come and they know it. how to use
1: it. Exactly, they they know how to use it, and chances are they might even cut you a deal with that. They're like with the camera and them, mm-hmm. they'll work out a deal because, um, you know they will charge you for both they mm-hmm. but sometimes again if they know you they'll cut you a deal maybe they'll kind of cut down on their their camera rental rate or whatever mm-hmm. it is so um that's that's huge um so sorry but no I, I just want to interject that cuz yeah I found that important really help yeah yeah that's all stuff you should you need to think about before
0: before maybe you even write your script again but definitely before you get into like actual pre-production um and something else to think about is you know what are why are you making this film you know are you looking to actually sell it distribution or are you looking to get it in film festivals so you know maybe in front of other people maybe not actually selling it but getting it out there whatever or just like online views you know are you just gonna host it on your website and it's Vimeo um, yeah
1: YouTube, where <laughs> where is that going to go, and and how do you want to build your audience based yeah. on that? And who is your audience exactly? Is there, are you just
0: making this for your friends and family to see to to you know say hey I made a movie, or are you making it for as many people as can possibly see it, or are you making it for the money? You know it's it's in every. There's no right or wrong to that. You know, everybody's going to be different and they're going to have different reasons. But that's something to think about ahead of time, again, because when you're thinking about budget and things like that and, you know, we'll get into film festivals, but they're, they're going to want to buy certain kinds of movies for instance or not by but uh except certain kinds of movies for instance you know so if your movie is a genre that's maybe popular but it doesn't fit like a certain kind of film festival vibe they're not going to take it and you know you just just be aware of where your
1: movie's going to end up before you make it because you don't want to screw yourself over in the end really and have no hard feelings like if you know that it was only intended to make it to online views, then you'll be happy with that. Yeah. But then if, you, if it, you're trying to get into a festival and you don't know why your barely under 60-minute short film isn't making it in, there's, a, there's a, some science behind that yeah. and, and reason. And it's so important to do all that research beforehand. Mm-hmm. It's so, just, it's being prepared. Like,
0: it's the pre-production of pre-production, you know? Mm-hmm. Being prepared before you even get into actual... Any casting, hiring
1: crew, finding yeah. a location, any of that. Um, So that's all in the pre-production and going on that kind of route, you know, solidifying your script. I mean, before you approach investors or really, you know, start to share your... I mean, you can start to share your idea maybe with your first or second draft. I think that's fine. It's fine. But honestly,
0: like, why not have the script exactly the way you want it because things are going to change when you're on set it's it's gonna happen things are gonna get cut or changed or whatever so why not have Mm -hmm. a script that you're really happy happy with before you approach anyone else with it you know make sure that script is doable and you have a passion for it because you know it's as good as it can get
1: and honestly to moving on to our segment two, having a budget which we've we've talked about um is you can't you can't really do that without your script being done because any whether you're working you are the producer or you are working with a production company their job is to go line by line and measure out each scene each location figure out the cost for pretty much every single line page you know you have because that's where it's all going to break down. And if your script isn't completed, and then all of a sudden you have a mystery scene all the way out in, I don't know, Alabama. <laughs> and, and <laughs> like, it's like, oh, we didn't factor that cost at all. Shit. And mm-hmm. now we have to rummage back and, and redo the numbers. And it's just like things like that. You, you can't go to a producer. Or you, you yourself can't start unless that's all done and figure it out. Yeah. So it's kind of
0: like to recap, again, be totally prepared. Know if you're going to do a shorter or a feature.
1: Have your script solid. And um, then figure out your budget yeah. and calculate. Um, we'll go into it. Uh, but, you know, ha- post-production, the publicity costs, the distribution costs. If you're trying to go on a bigger market, those are all costs that you're gonna have to factor mm-hmm. um, and just to like scale it down if you you know you just want to again make just a, a movie just for you then you don't have to worry about any of those costs I mean other than maybe post if you want to have something mm-hmm. representable or like a uh, rep- is that a word presentable. <laughs> oh, god um, the yeah presentable to then maybe just showcase your work or if mm-hmm. you're starting out you, you just um, I think key investment Costs you you should factor in beforehand are definitely would be like the post production and sound. Mm -hmm. I mean, without that your film is not going to stand out I'm yeah. sorry to say yeah so be prepared before <laughs> before you even start into actual
0: pre-production just be super prepared and you know there's always people you can talk to there's so many resources mm-hmm. here in LA but they're also online you know there's so many different forums and stuff you can talk to and as we always say you can DM us if you have any questions when I get to know us um, you can do that through our Instagram or Twitter and at we'll help Femme at Femme Guard.
1: <laughs> yes so so, Carolina, yes, you want inspire honey. us this week? Oh, yes. I would <laughs> love to. So my new year has consisted of binge watching, like, everything that I've missed out on. <laughs> and one of the, the more recent things, because mm, we're getting into a thriller, horror mm-hmm. mindset for our f- next feature. And um, I, I had read about and finally saw hbo's sharp objects and which i still haven't seen (laughs) i cannot wait till you do so we can like geek out over it but um it's in case you didn't catch it on the golden globes amy adams was nominated for um best performance by an actress in a limited series and no she didn't win it but Oh, my God. Girl was amazing. Mm-hmm. I love her. She always is. Yes. <laughs> oh. And then, but if you know or heard of Patricia Clarkson, she did win for Best Supporting Actress. And she plays the mother of Amy Adams. A twist. Oh, girl. She is a See You Next Tuesday in <laughs> But like, God, her performance is just brilliant. And and so it's kind of like, um, it's like a brief summary. I, I can't uh, basically... Amy Adams is a reporter who comes back to who's kind of sent on a mission back to her hometown to solve some murder crimes going mm-hmm. on. And so then she has to re-encounter her family, her mm-hmm. past and um, just something to geek out about. If you're um, something I, I was just kind of I liked the a technique they used was a sequence of um, flashbacks. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like. Uh, they did it in a way where it was almost like dreamlike. Okay. And and so, first of all, it was kind of trippy in the beginning. You have to get used to it. So I always feel like the first episode you're kind of like, what? (laughs) And then, then you really get sucked in as you continue watching because like there's these like flashbacks that they do and... Maybe I'd love to hear if you thought it was borderline overkill, but mm. I actually started to really appreciate it because you suddenly became like a detective uh-huh. trying to piece it all together. So it was cool because at first you're like, "Is this real or was this in the past?" And then you start to catch on, and then you're trying to figure out like, "Why is she? What? Why is she mm-hmm. seeing this, so this it's whole like time?" So it's like a
0: psychological
1: thriller kind of yes. deal. Yes. Okay. It's slash. Forward slash oh it's dark it's <laughs> yeah. really dark but I loved it and and I did like I appreciated that because it made you even more active not mm-hmm. just like okay they're telling me why she's this jaded alcoholic mm-hmm. whatever and now it's like get to be an active listener yes and I love that I really mm-hmm. appreciate that in filmmaking so if again if you're a filmmaker interested I love the way they they incorporated the flashback sequences and and again the story was original I really like the storyline and I think y'all should watch it all right yes so So I need to watch it you guys do too
0: Um, but that concludes our episode today so um, just a reminder you can follow us and see what we're up to and you can do that on Instagram at femregard or on Twitter at fem underscore regard and check out our website. If you guys haven't seen our work, you know, we'd love to share it with you. Now, keep in mind, these are our first few short films. <laughs> We're only going to get better and better. Um, but we'd love to share that with you. And it is www.femregard.com. Thanks for listening to Femregard Regard Podcast. If you like what you hear, tune in next time for more tips on the filmmaking business and insightful conversations with industry professionals over tea.
1: We can only grow with your support, so please subscribe, share, rate, and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you leave us a great comment, we might give you a shout-out on the show. For more on us, check us out at famregard.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.